Today's Unseminary podcast episode is brought to you by Regal Theater Church, the only theater company providing full-service consultation for churches wanting to create dynamic worship services in familiar, culturally relevant venues, the local movie theater, with lots of parking, spacious lobbies, plenty of bathrooms, and a perfect view of the screen from a comfortable seat. Regal theaters are ideal for church plants and multi-sites. Learn more at regaltheaterchurch.com or call their incredible team at 1-800-792-8244 today. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name's Rich. I'm so glad that you've decided to spend some time with us. Happy Thursday. We know that you've got a lot going on as you head into this weekend at your church, and we're honored that you would take some time out uh, to spend with us today. Uh, I'm pumped for this conversation. This is with Clay Gatlin from Faith Christian Community, all the way from Anchorage, Alaska. So I'm pumped to have him uh, with us today. Welcome to the show, Clay. Thank you. Good to be here. No, I'm uh, so as a Canadian... Uh, who's now living in the States, uh, people are always making fun of Canadian weather. And I feel like, you know, you're the guy that I can kick even more about having, because you have real winter there, you know, even more so as a Canadian living in Jersey. <laughs> that's right. We're already covered in snow and ice. That's incredible. That's that's great. Well, why don't you tell us about Faith Christian Community? I'd love to hear more about your, your ministry. Yeah, Faith Christian Community is a non-denominational church. It was actually merged by a uh, Church of Christ and a Baptist Church. Can you believe that? Oh, cool. So the two churches <laughs> merged uh, years ago, and it uh, was just got a strong base. It's a conservative church, but it is a church that, for whatever reason, God has entrusted a lot of broken people. Anchorage, Alaska is full of, of broken people, hurting people. Mm. Uh, it's just kind of our culture here. And so God has blessed this church with being such a warm and safe place. And so we receive just uh, a person after person who comes with needs and they find uh, this to be a place of home. In fact, when people come to our church and they join, we first thing we tell them, the whole congregation says, welcome home. And so we take our name, really serious, Faith Christian Community. That's why it's actually not called Faith Christian Community Church or Faith Christian Church. It's just called Faith Christian Community because we value and emphasize on uh, not being a church in the sense of a, uh, a place, but truly being a community. Why don't you give us a sense of, of Anchorage? You know, I think a lot of people, you know, wouldn't really have a sense of what, what, what is going on in Anchorage. Give us a sense of the culture that's there and then how your church kind of dovetails with that. Yeah, so we're a church of, uh, we run about uh, between fifteen and 1,600 on weekend service. And we've got, uh, you know, Anchorage is probably close to 400,000. So mm -hmm. they say 375, 390, you hear different different perspectives, but the whole state uh, of Alaska has less than a million, like 750,000 people. But because Anchorage has a lot of, um, it's a place where people run away from to get to. So mm -hmm. a lot of people from the lower 48 run to Anchorage, Alaska. And it's, uh, it's uh, according to latest reports, it's the actual most diverse city in, in the country. Really? In fact, we have two of the top, two of the three, uh, one, two, and three, so we have two of the top three most diverse schools in the United States of America. Huh. So this is melting pot. So we have people from all over 
different countries that just kind of flee and end up in Anchorage for whatever reason. Hmm. And it's not a cheap place to live. So hmm. that's, it uh, can't be to come like to the South, you know? Right. So we're made up of just a, just a whole bunch of people that are, are getting away from something. But interestingly enough, the community is extremely loving, mm. right? So we have high crime. <laughs> we have all kinds of, of, of domestic things really is what you see the most of. Mm. Alcohol abuse and drug abuse is, is rampant here. Mm. But uh, the community in itself is just such a welcoming. In fact, in my almost three decades of ministry, this is by far the most amazing church and amazing place I've ever been a part of. Hmm. Interesting. And so then give us a sense of the flavor of the ministry. What, when people were to arrive at Faith Christian, um, obviously, uh, you know, like you're saying, it's a loving, caring community. What, what give us a sense of the kind of the structure of your ministry, how things work, what are you doing on weekends? How does that all work together? Yeah. So we, again, we thrive on the whole, the whole realistic piece of the church, how it operates, and that's the community. Mm -hmm. So I say that's the realistic piece in that Anything, anything that doesn't have that at its core is really you're just doing church, right? Mm -hmm. So we really thrive and strive to make community the uh, the central part of anything that we do. So our weekend services, we have one on Saturday night and three on Sunday. Okay, so we have four services total, and uh, you know we have uh, one of the one of the states, really I think one of the country's best, but certainly the state's largest and best uh, celebrate recovery ministries. Mm. Uh, the state director is a member of our church, and so we just we kind of draw in that, right? So our what you expect when you come here is to get connected. And so that's what we, even as a staff, as pastors, we really strive to make sure that you don't just come in and, and get out. And so even mm -hmm. if it's just to say hi, we just want to make sure that you know that someone saw you. Mm -hmm. So it's just that kind of a church that people notice other mm -hmm. other people. Very cool. And what's your role there at Faith Christian Community? I'm the lead pastor. Great, great stuff. Now, how, tell us about how kind of your structure. Do you, um, you know, you're a staff-led kind of church? Are you? How would you kind of articulate how things are kind of, you know, kind of led within your church? Yeah, actually, we, we're kind of we're kind of morphing yes. uh, as we speak. Yeah, we've been transitioning, so um, it's kind of been a hodgepodge of different um, different paradigms, if you will, in terms of governance, church governance. But right now, what we just recently, even as of last week, kind of made mm -hmm. some solid final decisions on is we are we are really um pastor led mm -hmm. and elder elder governed mm -hmm. but our elders are a little bit different too though because we don't just have a group of lay elders so elders are shepherds pastors in fact it's mm -hmm. the only call in the bible that's a call from god everything else is man called right so every mm -hmm. job on the planet is man called but that of shepherd mm -hmm. is is god called and so we uh, we value we value lay elders but we also think that they don't serve as a um, as the boss, right, to the mm -hmm. pastoral elders, those that are called vocationally that are serving on staff. And so we're moving into um, having this great team of staff elders and lay elders serving together mm -hmm. in order to shepherd the body. Because even with a team like that, it's still not enough shepherds, right, to shepherd mm -hmm. 1,500, 1,600 people. Mm -hmm. So we value the lay elders in the body. We value, we, we call those inactive Mm -hmm. who are not serving on an administrative team. Mm -hmm. But those mm -hmm. that are on the administrative team are just active lay elders serving with our pastoral elders to help shepherd and uh, love and lead our church. Mm. I think sometimes there could be a tension in that between, you know, kind of lay elders and then pastoral or vocational, you know, elders. How are you working that out? How are you finding kind of a good partnership between, the, you know, those groups of people to care for the folks that are coming to your church? Yeah, well, you know, it's a... 
it's 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 in the making still. I mean, we're <laughs> looking through a lot of that, right? But so uh, you've got all different kind of models. That's the thing about a non-denominational church is everyone, most people come from something. Yes. And so kind of bringing all those perspectives in. So God's done just, he's been very gracious. Uh, and it just shows the resiliency of our, our people and our leaders and their humility because we're really having to kind of give and take to figure out not what's my role and your role in a sense of, I want this position, but it's more of how are we going to work together best to serve God's people and lead God's people, care for God's people, protect God's people. Mm-hmm. And so it has been a uh, it's been a process, but I would say more than anything, it's rem- it's remembering and reminding each other of the role, the biblical role of an elder, and not mm-hmm. so much what we've done. Because you know, as right in church world, we look very different than the New Testament church yeah. because there's no perfect model church in the New Testament. We see bits and pieces mm-hmm. of great great churches, right, and great things, but there's not one church that you can just model yourself after maybe jesus did that on purpose right right worship that church yes so that's what we're doing is just daily coming back to what does the bible say mm-hmm. that we're supposed to do as a shepherd mm-hmm. not what has man done with that role and that mm-hmm. title and that mm-hmm. seat or that mm-hmm. position and how are you doing that how are you you know how are you using that um kind of biblical description with your elders to kind of keep them on the same page what does that look like with your with your team of elders so, well, first, just a lot more prayer. I think mm-hmm. that what ended up happening in the past was we there was a lot of meetings mm-hmm. and a lot of conversations. So that meant there was a lot of voices. There was a lot of man involved. And we really just kind of stopped. In fact, we, we did this church-wide. We, we took our whole Tuesday night, uh, which was our small group night here at the church, mm-hmm. and we, we gave it up for a season. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? That's and we crazy. just focused on prayer. So Tuesday nights is just prayer and it's open from 6.30 to 9.30 and it's just kind of come and go. Well, we, we did that in our elder team as well. We just said, you know what? Let's just pray and see God's face about the best way to do this. And like I said, since it's still morphing and since mm-hmm. we're kind of still growing that, I don't have the end game. Yes. That <laughs> really is more of a, how are we going to continue to align ourselves? So that's it, man. There's not a rock. There's not like some, you know, it's not rocket science and yeah. we don't have grand scheme it's this we're going to pray and pray and pray and pray mm-hmm. and then we're going to say jesus what have you given us that's black and white in scripture because there's so much gray right mm-hmm. but let's start with the black and white and not the gray and i feel like in my time in ministry and my buddies who are in ministry at different mm-hmm. churches it seems mm-hmm. like we get caught in the weeds of the gray mm-hmm. so we pick and choose what we want and what will what will uh, stand on what becomes our soapbox mm-hmm. and we get diverted from the black and the white so we're trying to hone in on what does jesus say about being shepherds and and leaders and servants to the body. Very cool. Now, how do you differentiate kind of the roles and responsibilities between, um, you know, let's say lay elders and then staff elders? How are those, you know, how does that work out functionally in your church? That's a great question, man. So we're just we're just starting to put uh, a skin to that because mm-hmm. our our pastoral uh, elders, right? We're we're saying that when I say pastoral, I don't mean that lay elders are not pastoring, but just those who are vocationally called by God, trained, edu- you know, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and are serving on staff. Um, those are more the ministry. So I drew a ring. If you can imagine two two rings, like one inside the other, everything inside that first ring is a uh, pa- is are, are staff elders, right? Pastors mm-hmm. who are who are shepherding the. And so then you got this outer ring, and the outer ring is where the lay elders and pastoral elders come, and so they become watchmen on the wall, or in the Old Testament, right? The gatekeepers. That's the mm-hmm. source of wisdom and wise counsel, right? That we just come to and seek. And these guys make sure that they're they're protecting the body from stuff getting in, as well as us getting crazy in here, making sure we get out, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So they just serve as that, so they're not. Uh, it's not controlling. 
it's nothing like that, but it really is uh, we, we entrust them mm-hmm. with this responsibility more than they enforce something. And we meet on those outer parameters as elders to say, okay, you guys can see things from out here that we can't see. Mm-hmm. So what do you see? What do you feel? And so it's, a, it's, it's like that. So our, our staff are ministering to the body, the body uh, administratively, ministering to them functionally in terms of the ministry and the scope mm-hmm. and trajectory of all that we're doing. Mm-hmm. But then this outer ring, these guys are serving as um, as, as not watchdogs, but watchmen mm-hmm. and gatekeepers. But also because uh, they're in the mix as well, mm-hmm. they're among they're they're amidst the uh, the body. So uh, just quick quick uh, ten second deal. Yeah, I just got back from Tibet. Okay. And, in, and in Tibet, you're watching all these nomads, these herdsmen, these shepherds with all these yaks. Mm-hmm. It was interesting because I drew a diagram for our, our elders and said, you know where the uh, if you're going if you're going north, where do you think the shepherd is? And and most of them said at the very top. And I said, mm-hmm. nope, he's actually back every, at the back. Oh, he's okay, every, okay. Just watch them. It just the the sheep know that the yak knew the the, the herdsman, right? Mm-hmm. So he would just start moving in a direction they would follow, mm-hmm. but it was not in front. He was just walking alongside them. But then some would kind of stray, so he'd walk through the pack mm-hmm. over to this other side hmm. and start moving. They would see him, mm-hmm. and then they'd be like, oh, okay, so this way. So he was just with them, but mm-hmm. also there was never just one. There was multiple, and they were always just in different places, and they were working together. So, mm-hmm. see, the whole the whole point of that is that there's not some guy at the very front saying, "I'm in charge, follow me," because mm-hmm. he can't even see what's behind him. Then, right? Mm-hmm. But he was with them and moving amongst them, and mm-hmm. so having a team of shepherds like that, I think, makes for a, a healthy church. Absolutely, I think there's a lot of church leaders are maybe tempted or are you know maybe under the wrong notion of really it's it's about a person or a personality and they really push away from kind of team leadership how are you as the senior leader in your church kind of stewarding that you obviously have a unique uh, voice within you know your team but you're also trying to bring people around you uh, you know what does that tension look like for you and how are you kind of managing that with your people does that make sense yeah, so I think the way that we operate here, the best way that I can define that is we um, there are some strong leaders out there, man, that are just mm-hmm. are kind of lone rangers and they're gifted, they're really good. That's not my my strong suit. I'm a right. team guy. Mm-hmm. So I lead relationally. That's mm-hmm. got its um, its flaws and it's got its weaknesses. <laughs> right. Uh, but I'm I'm highly highly relational and so mm-hmm. I function better uh I do a lot of leadership development and did mm-hmm. before I came here, and that's really what I love is I, I want to develop a team that, that works together and loves on each other. And I feel like the multiplication process is greater that way for me anyway, the way I'm bent. Mm-hmm. And so I just lead relationally, and so um, uh, my time here has, has largely been spent in trying to develop unity, right, as the Bible speaks of, mm-hmm. this unity, but not in terms of being in one mind that we all agree on every decision, but being in one mind that we agree on the most important decision, mm. and that's that we're just following Christ. So mm-hmm. when Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ, that's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm trying to model, not just for my church, but for my staff to say, mm-hmm. hey, listen, I'm not telling you follow me as a person. I'm saying follow me as, as I lead us to follow Jesus. And if at any point you feel like I'm off and I'm not following Jesus, you don't just have the right, you have the responsibility to say, hey, uh, Pastor Clay, I just, I, I think that, Man, we're off a little bit here, and I'm completely open to that. 
This is the Unseminary Podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Well, we're going to jump into the lightning round, that part of the episode where uh, we ask similar questions of everybody that's on the episode. Super excited to have Clay with us today from Faith Christian Community Great Church in Anchorage, Alaska. You really should be uh, following them if you aren't. What's an online resource you're using these days that you're finding helpful? Yeah, so, you know, I get a lot of those e-newsletters from uh, from a small group, you know, church, yeah. small group, church leaders. Uh, those online magazines are, are super helpful for me. Also, I, uh, I'm i stuck on, like, log, you know, Logos. I, mm-hmm. I use both online stuff, the resources, as well as the uh, uh, fairly expensive <laughs> program <laughs> that, that you purchase for all that. So Evernote, you know, reading people's blogs and mm-hmm. So I just I try to stay connected that way with great leaders around the world. Fantastic. What's a book you've read in the last, I don't know, six months to a year that's shaping your thinking or ministry? Yeah, so uh, Walking with God by John Eldridge is just a tremendous resource. Also, mm-hmm. a Jesus-only old-school, old-school book by Vance yeah. Hafner. And you talk about, it's just, it looks almost like a pamphlet. It's so <laughs> Centering around that. Also, um, That I May Know God mm-hmm. uh, by uh, Kenneth Boa, another great resource. It's just bringing you back out of the clouds into reality, walking where you're walking now. Mm, very cool. What's another ministry you're looking to that's inspiring you these days? I'm telling you, uh, over the years, we've watched um, uh, Gateway Church and South Lake. They have campuses all over the place, but mm-hmm. their main campus is South Lake, uh, pastored by Robert Morris mm-hmm. and his team. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, there's no such thing as the perfect New Testament model, but mm-hmm. they're as close as it gets, in my opinion. Just such right. an amazing a church, church with amazing leadership. Very cool. If you could get 15 minutes with any leader alive, I think I might know who you'd say. Who could you get that with and why? Well, you know, not that he's a super saint, but honestly, Robert Morris, he's a busy guy. We've had opportunities mm-hmm. in the past, but, uh, you know, you don't ever want to bother a guy who's busy, right? <laughs> but uh, honestly, be Robert Morris, just how does you how do you lead such a great church mm-hmm. with such humility and such determination and such effectiveness mm-hmm. and uh, and just, just look like you look and be like you are? Very cool. Well, I'm sure leading, uh, you know, at the church obviously keeps you busy, keeps you hopping. Uh, you got a lot going on, growing, you know, ministry there, Clay. Uh, when you're, you know, just want to kick back and relax a little bit, what do you do for fun? Oh, Rich, we're in we're in Alaska, right? So, <laughs> right, so we you sit indoors. <laughs> yeah, we got exactly. I have to sit and read by the fire. No, I love um, just anything outdoors. We have some of the best hiking and and uh, mountains around here, of course, mm-hmm. and dreams to fish, ocean to fish, mm-hmm. uh, hunting. So anything that you can imagine that would be outside the four walls that I'm in now, that's what I love. Nice. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. If people want to get in touch with you or the church, how can they do that? Faithak.com, F-A-I-T-H-A-K.com. And that uh, tells you everything about who we are. Uh, watch any of our messages online, our worship services we record as well, separately. And those are uh, those are online as well. Great. Really appreciate that, Clay. Thanks for your time today. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary Inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter at Rich Birch or through email rich at unseminary.com Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.